This is Financial Standard, the definitive source of news, thought leadership and analysis for Australian wealth management professionals. Financial Standard. Take the lead. I'm Cassandra Baldini with Financial Standard. This week, the RBA delivered a 25 basis point rise, increasing the cash rate to 3.85%. Some have said it's a little uncalled for, and although more hikes were expected, another so soon has left a bad taste in the mouth of many. With me today to discuss the impact and what it means for the upcoming budget is Commonwealth Bank Head of Australian Economics, Gareth Aird. Gareth, thank you for joining me today. G'day, it's nice to be here. Do you think the RBA is going too far or is it right in its decision to keep lifting? Well, look, I think history will be the judge on this one. Um, They've delivered a lot of tightening in a very short space of time. And a lot of that tightening hasn't yet had an impact on households, particularly those that are on fixed rate home loans that are due to roll off. Uh, The Reserve Bank's in a a tough position at the moment because inflation's too high and they want to get it down in a reasonable time frame. And obviously, they've only got the cash rate really to to help them to do that. And that's causing quite a bit of pain for those that entered the housing market more recently. Um, I think it's worth just keeping in mind that the Reserve Bank can always take the cash rate back down if it turns out that they've delivered too much in the economy, slowing more than uh, more than they're anticipating. So none of these decisions are permanent. Um, the cash rate is just a lever that can be moved up and down. And Finder says 69% of its panel of experts believes the cash rate has now peaked, but 25% believe there might be some way to go and that it will peak at 4% or higher. What's your view? The view that we've got at Commonwealth Bank is that we are at the peak uh, for this cycle. Um, we did pick the 25 basis point hike this week, which uh, most mm-hmm. analysts didn't actually call, and the markets had priced in basically a neglig- negligible chance that the cash rate would go higher. So we weren't surprised by the decision for the Reserve Bank to raise the cash rate uh, this week, but we do think it is it is the peak. We, we, we arrive at that view because the Reserve Bank will be putting an updated uh, set of economic forecasts out tomorrow in their, in their statement of monetary policy. And as long as the economic data comes in in line with their forecasts or a little bit weaker, and we're expecting that data to come a little bit weaker, then the Reserve Bank shouldn't be tightening policy any further. They'll only increase the cash rate again, uh, we believe, if the economic data comes in stronger than their forecast profile. That, that I think, is the key. Uh, tomorrow, they're going to put out a forecast that shows inflation uh, not returning to target until mid-2025. Uh, we think that's mm-hmm. a little bit pessimistic and that inflation will actually drop a little bit quicker. And provided it does or it comes in line with their forecast, they shouldn't be raising the cash rate any further from here. Okay. Well, following the hike, Chalmers said it's a brutal reminder inflation is still the number one threat to the nation's economy. He reinforced the need for the May 9 federal budget to avoid worsening inflation. What are some of the possible ways Labor might achieve this? And are there any quick fixes you believe that might help ease the cost of living pressure while inflation hikes continue? Yeah, look, it's it's one of these things where you can't actually solve a cost of living uh, problem that's generating higher inflation with pushing more money into the economy because that simply puts upward pressure on demand and then in turn prices. So what what the budget is most likely going to do is provide no real stimulus into the economy. And as the lag impact of these rate hikes actually works to slow demand in the economy, that means businesses won't be putting up prices in the way that they previously had, uh, particularly over the last 12 months. And then you'll see inflation uh, coming back down. The, the, The government's approach by and large to this one has been uh, to leave the Reserve Bank 
to manage the cyclical side of the economy. In other words, uh, they will be responsible for getting inflation back to target. And the government just basically doesn't want to do anything that puts further upward pressure on prices, certainly certainly in the short run. So that just means I think when they hand down the budget on Tuesday, we won't be getting much uh, in the way of um, new money injected into the economy. The budget deficit has been shrinking because the government's been collecting a little bit little bit more money than they expected. I think they'll mm-hmm. largely bank that money and then it will be really that slower demand as we move forward from here that sees the rate of inflation come back down. And outside of that, do you have any more budget expectations? Well, look, we're recording this on Thursday and what has historically been the case is that in that weekend before the budget's delivered, you get quite a few leaks uh, in the media about what to expect in the budget. So I'd expect mm-hmm. over coming days, uh, we find out, we get a few more insights as to what might be in that budget. In terms of thinking about the economy in the short run, I, I don't think there's going to be much to shift the dial, but we might see in the budget um, some measures that kick in in the outer years that are really focused on budget repair because the government is in a position at the moment where some of the some of the programs that they've, that they've got have ended up costing more than they anticipated, particularly the NDIS. So they might be looking at some tweaks there to potentially um, save those costs from continuing to blow out. Gareth, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing those insights. It's a pleasure. Nice to have a chat. Thanks for listening to this Financial Standard podcast. For more information, visit financialstandard.com.au. Please keep in mind that the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider personal circumstances. Reliance should not be placed on any content without further independent financial research and advice.